when we live according to purpose, we fulfill our destiny. But when you are living your life outside purpose, you're no longer relevant. You're no longer living for essence. So your life is more or less less a waste. And so it's very important that we discover our purpose and stick to it. And most of the times, it's not the creature that determines his purpose, but the creator. The man who made the car designed and determined what the car should sound. That the car is to convey people from one place to the other. If you use a car as a dustbin, a brand new car, that's not the purpose for the car. So the car loses its relevance. So likewise too, this candle, the person who designed it, designed it that this candle will have a wick inside that when you put light, it can give light. If you take away the wig now and try to light the candle and the light doesn't come up, the candle is what? Useless. Because the essence of the candle is defeated. God has designed us that way. He designed us for a purpose. And if you're not living in in accordance with the purpose for which he has designed us, you will only be, you know, you'll be alive here, but you're not truly living. Very important. The big question we ask ourselves every day is, am I truly living for the reason why I was created? Many a times, we presume that the life we are living now in this earth, the way it is structured, is the will of God. But that's a big deception. That's a very big deception. When God said increase and then multiply, we have forgotten the first one, which is to increase. To increase here is not to increase in number. If not, you have said multiply. But that increase has to do with growth. And that growth is not just physical growth. That growth is to is for man to grow in discovering himself in God. That day by day, man will discover himself in God and begin to see himself in God. On account of that, he can run his life according to the manual he has found in God. So, this is the origin of prayer. This is the origin of fellowship. And that's why God was coming down at the cool of the evening every day to relate with man that man may discover himself in God on account of that he cannot exist and function according to purpose. The story of Stephen helps us to remind us of that. Stephen discovered God. The more he discovered God, the more he dispensed God. Yesterday, we're told he was full of grace. 
He was full of grace and power. What a wonderful you know, testimony of a young man. How did he achieve that? How? All of us are called to that. Mary was full of grace even before the angel came to her. The angel testified, you are full of grace. The Lord is with you. Some may argue, but Mary was appointed by God to be the mother of Jesus, so she was prepared beforehand. What of Stephen? <laughs> what of Stephen? What of even Peter who denied God, denied Christ three times? The one that even the devil tried to swift like a, a wheat. And just said, I prayed for you that when you recover, the same Peter now said, what I have. So you see, once you come into destiny, you discover yourself in God gradually. That is the true spirituality. The reason for all this you are doing, money, mass, communion, all this is to trigger something in you to make you begin to discover yourself in God. That is the true spirituality. God did not just create us to come and begin to just keep rules and regulation and say, I, don't, I didn't do this, I didn't do this, and then you think that that's the reason for it. No! When you discover him, these rules are no longer issues because you are not going to violate them again. You cannot go to mess yourself into that any longer. You have discovered life. And he was accusing them. They say, but he was what? He was full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God. Which eyes did he use to see that? Which eyes is that? Because he has come into alignment, because he has begun to live for people, he could see things. Sometimes we don't, we don't share what we see. It's a top secret. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God and he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened. And a sort of man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out in a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together upon him. Samson was seen, sorry, Stephen was seen glory. They were seen bitterness. The same human beings in the same vicinity do you know, as we are here, some of us will be seeing Jesus manifesting himself. Others are not seeing anything at all. As I'm sharing the word of God with you right now, some will live here elated, inspired, and they begin to take action. Some will not, they don't even catch anything. The same word, but different response. Why? Jesus, some will receive the Holy Communion and get healed of a terminal sickness. Others will receive him. Even on that, on that headache, we keep them down for three weeks. <laughs> Why? And that person, he was, the person was healed of cancer. Is God partial? No. What did uh, 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 Stephen say here? He said something. He said, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in their hearts and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Three things. First is stiff-necked. Second, uncircumcised of the heart. 
and what? Yes. On account of these three, they now resist the Holy Spirit. Do you know how you resist the Holy Spirit? When you are, you are too conscious of yourself and you don't want any, you, you preserve yourself according to yourself. You are conscious of your name. You are conscious of your image. You are conscious of this. You are conscious of these things that does not last. You hold on to them. They speak to tell you, do this. You say, no. You begin to play, play with your mind. They speak to say, do this. No. What would they say now? You are conscious of self. Self is a destroyer. Self, it, pro, it, it grows in pride and ego. Ego, ego. There's this ego that we have. If you don't destroy your ego, it will keep resisting you and making you to resist the Holy Spirit. Self is not a devil. It's attitude. It's personal attitude. It's not a, it's not demon. It's, a, it's your attitude, your person, your person, your image, the way you see yourself. That's why if you don't yield yourself to God, and tell God, see, I am yours, and do with me whatever you want. Truly, as we say it, you know, Jesus, I love you. All I have is yours. Are you sure? All I have is yours. Yours, I am. Eh? Yours, I want to be. Do with me whatever you want. Are you sure? When he wants to use you the way he wants, you start. We need to ask for the grace to release ourselves from our self-image, from our ego. I tell you. Because these experiences are kept for us. God is sweet if you discover his fullness. God is sweet. All this heavy load we are putting ourselves to please God is a waste. Just a little selflessness towards him opens the door for you. You will now see the sweet fellowship. It pays. It may be painful sometimes because we don't like to give up ourselves and our image and our ego. But it pays. It pays. Paul said, I'm a fool for Christ. Meaning, he said, ready to take any shame for the sake of Christ. So, at this Mass, may we yield ourselves again as the Lord keeps giving us himself. Look at how he was selfless. Naked. Till today. For our sake. He gave up himself for our own good. So that as he's training us and leading us, we can walk with him forever and ever.